I chose to, to come here almost immediately after visiting the first time. And then we came for a long time and we were just visitors or guests. And then we decided to sign up for the hurricane disaster relief work that was going on in New Orleans and in Slidell. And we thought, well, you know, if we're going to go and represent this church in a place like that, in the mission field, we better be a member of this church. So we joined then, and that's been over four years ago. And now we participate every year with our uh, construction team going to disaster areas, and now we've got one right here. So why do I love this church? I could list so many reasons why. But one of the things that just comes to the forefront for me is that when those fires hit on that Sunday here in Spicewood as well as Bastrop and other areas, we came up here to the church that evening, and there were already people bringing pillows and blankets and food and everything they could think of that might be needed. Without even a phone call being made, it was like the heartbeat of the people out here reached out to others, and without any of us knowing what the others were doing, people were just showing up. And that's the spirit that I have felt from the very beginning here. We feel like we fit in with you all because your heart is to help others. And we don't just talk about mission work. We get out there and do it. And we had people in our own church that lost everything. And we hope that they know how much that means to us and how much we want to do for them because it's the right thing to do. It's what God expects us to do. And every time you turn around and greet your neighbor here, when, when we do that every Sunday, we know that it's more than just a hi, how are you? We're a family here. I think all of us feel that. We belong here, and we're there for each other, and I hope it'll always be that way. We love our pastor, and we love our, our groups and all of our different ministries that go on here. Um, it's real, and when people say they're going to step up to the plate and do something, they do it. So I'm proud to be a part of this church, and I do love my church. And greet. <laughs> And so in that spirit, turn and greet your neighbor with the love of Christ. I'm not a professional. You did great. Please remain standing as we continue and worship this morning. We praise thee, O God, for the Son of thy love, for Jesus who died and has now gone above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. We praise Thee, O God, for the Spirit of Light who has shown us our Savior and scattered the night. Hallelujah, Thine the glory. Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah, Thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain, who was born all our sins and has cleansed every stain. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. 
revive us again. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. You may be seated. Welcome to Bee Creek United Methodist Church. Uh, I want to just make sure everybody understands that I am not Pastor Laura. I think you can figure that out by looking. Uh, she is here on the front row, account, present and accounted for. And we are uh, uh, in the mix of doing something a little different that's never been done, I don't think, here. And uh, we had a, a first service where we had some folks come up and t- talk to you about why they love their church. And so you're going to see some, uh, hear some interesting stories and some very genuine stories. I don't know who all was here the first service, but it kind of blew me away. That was, uh, it was really, really awesome. So with that said, I'm going to do a few announcements, and I'm going to remind everybody about the communication card. This is how we know that you're here. If you'll please fill it out and put it in the offering tray. On the back, you can put your prayer request. And uh, I commented earlier, that's, you know, you, you, some people think, well, you know, I'll just write down or not write down. But people pray over these. They get acknowledged. There is a team of people that believe in prayer. And if you've got something that is a concern, we encourage you to put it on there and uh, turn it into the offering tray. The... Um, Second thing that I want to comment about is the uh, commitment cards. And Pastor Lord did an eloquent job uh, last Sunday explaining to us why those are important. And this is, not a, uh, this is not a contract. This is a commitment. It's a commitment about giving. And it just so happens that the church, in all its glory and the things that it is, it's also a business. And it has to run and it has to pay bills. And what we might not know as the individual sitting in the audience is just a few dollars more here and there might create something different in a mission that we're doing or a work that we're doing or one person that can go do something that's an outreach of the church. So the commitments are important. It helps the, the church body know or the, the office know what they're doing with money. And I encourage you to fill those out. I would like to mention, help me if I'm wrong, first-time contributors last year was how many? 19, and already today, this year, we've got 28. We have, we have members that say, for, for the first X amount of money, I will match a new giver this amount of money. That's a, that's a lot of commitment. $250. Okay, I didn't know if I could say 250 So $7,000, I'm getting training here, $7,000 of giving that somebody's committed but someone new has to commit and put their card in the plate, and that's pretty important. Uh, do a few announcements. Everybody got a, uh, a little piece of uh, paper in your bulletin. They're different colors. And what those are for, you'll find out during our prayer time. It's a little special thing that we're doing. Also, uh, Doc Hall is taking some pictures out on the patio of families. If you would like to have your family picture taken after church or during the the lunch, uh, if you would like, it will also go in the directory. Uh, Our celebration meal is kind of important. Carino's uh, has brought food in for everybody that wants to stay after church, and I would encourage you to be a part of that. The Habitat for Humanity. Uh, This is something that I personally, I want to do. I've never done this. And uh, I, m- I mentioned earlier, I, s- I get hung up on that TV show on Sunday night where they build a house in a week, and Sherry looks at me and says, what are you doing? I'm tearing up. I'm getting all emotional. I still don't believe they build a house in one week. They even documented it with a second show, but I, I don't think they do. But I would encourage you to get involved in Habitat for hum- Humanity. What a great gift to give somebody a home. Uh, with that said, we're having communion Sunday, so we're going to dismiss the children and not have the regular little service, but do you want to do the church for the offering? If you would like to come up, kids, go ahead and come up if you want to bring your offering and put it in and then go to the, uh, to the back doors. As the children are heading off to Children's Church, let's prepare our hearts for our prayer time. We're going to sing that chorus, I Love You, Lord. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. 
church because everyone here is so nice and supporting and you can just say what you feel and you can tell anybody what you want and they'll just help you with it. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day and for letting us live our life to the fullest and help us have a good week. Help us worship you with all of our hearts and give us the strength to help someone in need and let us be thankful for what we have and everyone can stay safe this week and have a good time and work and rejoice for you. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Before we say the Lord's Prayer today, I was going to draw your attention to these sheets of paper. You've all got one in your bulletins. They're different colors. Um, The one in my bulletin this time was pink. It's got a little sticky on the back. And you'll see that they've been stuck up along the, the ribbons on the windows. Today is actually All Saints Day. And so today is a day that we remember and we're grateful for the Christians, the people who have gone before us, the people who have shaped our lives. And it was kind of neat because my dad was here at the first service, and he remembers this happening. But I'll tell you um, why I wanted to do this now is because every time I pray the Lord's Prayer, I think of my grandfather. And I do that because he was the one who always wanted me to learn the Lord's Prayer and the 23rd Psalm. And we have this really old video. Maybe sometime I'll show it to you, but it's this really old video, and I'm about five years old, and we're doing some puppet show. And it lasts like two minutes, and then Grandpa's like, oh, that's it? I mean, because if you get out that big old video camera in the 80s with the battery pack that somebody's holding on to, you want more, right? So my grandfather said, that's it? Okay. He said, honey, would you say the Lord's Prayer? And so I have this video of me at five years old. I already knew it because it was important to my grandfather that I know that prayer. And so whenever I say it here with y'all, I sense also my grandfather saying that along with me, just like he taught it to me when I was a child. And I think that there's some scriptural basis for that. And this is what the book of Hebrews says. I shared this with you last year. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. And so, y'all, remember, I want you to use this as a, as a prayer time to write on this card the name of people who have cheered you on in this life and to remember that their cheering for you hasn't stopped just because they're not physically present here, that they are now in God's kingdom and they are still standing alongside of all of us cheering for us. And so I wanted to, us to, during communion, we're going to put these up and just surround ourselves with the names of the saints who, like my grandfather, have showed us the way, have inspired us, have made life better. So let's now pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 
All right, Carly. Hi, I'm Carly, and I love my church because we do great things for the kids in Guatemala. Every day I try to pray for Sammy, Hairston, Brenda, Dorcas, Lupita, Jefferson, Jenny, Victor, Giovanni, and Philip. Awesome. You want to ask the ushers to come forward? Well, the ushers, please come forward for the morning offering. That's very good. If you haven't guessed, this service is about why we love our church. And when I was first asked to help with it a little bit, um, I was a little nervous. My wife was terrified because if you know me a little bit, you know that I tend to kind of speak my mind and I'm a black and white kind of guy and tell it how it is. Sometimes that works really well and sometimes it doesn't. So uh, with that said, uh, I love my church for several reasons and uh, you're going to hear from a few other people after me. And uh, Bertina started us off, and I guess several things came to my mind. I tried to think about this and do a little bit of studying and looking and whatnot, and probably the more I drove around just thinking about it, the, 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 the better things came to me. And one of them was a line that I took out of a movie, and I won't give the whole line, but coming to this church after I've got settled in and become a member and, and doing, being a part of things, coming here makes me want to be a better Christian. And I'll let y'all figure out what movie, what movie that line part of it came out of. But when you, when you go somewhere and you see other people and they share the love of Christ through them and you see it every day and you feel it whether they're in, in the auditorium here or you meet them at the gas station or you sit behind them at a Mexican food restaurant and they don't know you're there, you still hear it and you still see it. That's a cool feeling. That's the real deal. 
and you've got a vast array of people here that are from different walks of life, and they all share that same commonality, and that's what makes the church. It's not the brick and the mortar. Now, with that said, indulge me just a minute, and let me share a little bit of, uh, for a few of you have heard this, I was raised Pentecostal as a young man, and uh, I'm not pointing a finger or judging that at all, but since I was raised that way and it was beat into my head, I have a little bit of liberty here, okay? The, the, uh, I remember going to church when I was a teenager. We were all, my entire family was part of the church. My uncle was the pastor. We were the band. We were the choir. We, you know, small town USA, East Texas. And I remember sometimes walking into church on, we were there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Friday night youth service, and Saturday morning work day, Okay. And I remember going in on Sunday and feeling sometimes this was, you know, when I was like 11, 12, 14, 16, and I wondered what I'd done wrong that day and if I really, you know, how am I going to get through this service and how am I going to feel? And it wasn't a really good feeling. And, and obviously we all have experiences, and I think part of that made me who I am, right? So I, I take the good part. So when Sherry and I moved out here, we built a house just a little ways over the, over the hill here, and we started going to churches and trying to figure out where we wanted to go. And we tried the big one, and we tried the little one, and we tried the one where you felt like you'd been entertained and you never even participated. And it's kind of like the three bears, you know, eating porridge and sleeping in beds. Which one fits right? And so we finally came here, and we tried it, and it felt good, and the people were just everybody that didn't even know me were just so glad to see me. And I thought that was nice. Everybody likes to be glad to be seen, right? So we decide that, that we're going to come here, and, and, and I think we were on the verge of, of joining. And, and David, who was the former pastor, um, I called him up, and I said, I need to talk to you. And he didn't know me hardly at all. And he said, fine. We set the appointment for Monday evening. Sherry and I got over here, and she's like, please watch what you say. You know, don't start, you know, this, that, the other. And I'm picking on her because she's here now. And so we sat down, and I tell him the whole story. And I'm not going to belabor that with you. I mean from start to finish pretty much. And, and I look at him, and I'm like, you know, a Methodist church? Really? And, and I'm telling Sherry, I can't go to a Methodist church. And this is my brain, right, from way beyond. And I tell him this whole thing, and I'll never forget. He looks at me. He goes, Waylon, these people will love you. Don't worry about it. And that was his answer. It was so simple, and I'm making it so complicated. So we came here, we settled in, we started doing a few things. I mean, I, we, I got so excited. At one point, I'm, I'm doing children's, or one Sunday school class, I'm on my all fours crawling around with scissors behind my ears, and it was great. It was incredible. You should try it if you hadn't. Then one morning, David's talking, and he says, well, I'm leaving. You know, there's been a change of events, and you're getting a new pastor. I'm starting to take oxygen at this moment. And she's going to be, it's going to be a woman. <gasps> Oh, my God, a woman pastor? I, how, how am I going to live through this? Remember where I came from, okay? From East Texas, old, old school. Sure enough, Pastor Lori got here. We met her, heard her speak a few times. And there were a couple of services that I remember specifically. And I went, Sherry and I just looked at each other and said, Gosh, she's fantastic. Sincere, committed, just easy to listen to. And from there, it's just gotten better every Sunday. And so I love my church for a lot of reasons, but I love it because when I walk in the door, I'm glad I'm here, and it makes me want to be here. And you've heard some of, a, a couple of things. You're going to hear a few more, and I would suggest uh, it's a podcast, right, that you can go. I would suggest if you weren't here this morning, go listen to what was said. It, it, was, very, it was very, very moving. So uh, I love my church for a lot of reasons, but those are a few. Don't hold any of them against me, please. But, uh, all right, so we're going to move on with a few folks that are going to come up and, uh, and share with us. And the first couple is Robert and LaRue. Thanks, Waylon. Uh, uh, we're Robert and LaRue Woods. We know a lot of you, and some of you we don't know. Now, I'm going to go first because LaRue always gets the last word. <laughs> so I might as well go ahead and go. The, uh, the questions we were asked to answer is, uh, how long have you been in the church? Well, I'll make that pretty short. We've been in since the beginning. We were in the first group that met and, and uh, started uh, services, and then we were in the first group that became members of the church. So we've been here a long time. Uh, the second question had to do with why... Do you love the church? And that's really pretty simple. We love the church because the church does the right things. 
And I could, I could probably stop there and, and that would cover it, but we're going to expound on that a little bit and tell you what we see as some of the right things that this church does. Uh, first of all, the church has a purpose. I think we're, we're not here to just have dinners, although we do a lot of that, but the church has a purpose. And the purpose has two tasks, two major tasks. And those are the first one is to spread the gospel to all the nations of the world. And that includes Briarcliff and Spicewood and, and all the other uh, areas in this world. And the way I see that happening in this church is there's several things that I think contribute heavily to that. First one of the sermons, the uh, gospel, we're, sp- we're to spread the gospel. That's where we get a chance to learn a little bit out about the gospel. Uh, and those have been very, very helpful to all of us. And the second uh, part of that is the, uh, what was I going to say? The, the week. Yeah, how you live your life. That's, that's a critical point of spreading the gospel. It's what we do as a church when we leave here on Sunday and uh, between Monday and the next Sunday, how we, uh, how we live our lives is, to, is the kind of gospel we're spreading. We're spreading something, so let's hope we're spreading the, the gospel. And uh, I think we do that. I, you, you can see it in this community, that, uh, and you can see it among your peers that we recognize as being people that do that. Um, like I said, church has a purpose. Uh, the uh, second part of the purpose is to fulfill the great commandment. You remember Jesus was asked, Sir, what is the greatest commandment of all? And he said, To love your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength, anything else you have. And likened to that is to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think when you're showing, fulfilling the second one, you're helping show your love for God. Uh, some other ways that I see this church, when we, and some of them have been mentioned, uh, about the way this church shows their love for their neighbor. You know, things like Habitat, uh, things like Under the Bridge, the uh, fire relief thing, and uh, you all probably have a list of the, the things that you see happening in this church. Uh, the one we want to spend a little more time on was one we're more, most familiar with, and that's the, the way the church helps the local ministry, the Helping Hand ministry. And I'll start by saying the... Uh, the volunteers, you know, on Tuesdays, we have the food pantry open, and we've had well over 30 members of this church to work down there on, on that piece of the program. The other, other part of that is we get our food in Capital Area Food Bank, and somebody has to go over there some South Congress in Austin and bring it back to us. So we had a, a small group that volunteered to do that, and they've been doing it since we started up. Uh, what other one do I want to mention about yeah, I, no, 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 I'm not ready for that. Let me see here. <laughs> I wanted to do uh, the financial support thing. The, uh, the church has uh, supported us financially. The church itself committed to sending a check to Hipping Hands every month, and that's been going on ever since we started up. And there are numerous individuals that still support Hipping Hands on a uh, regular basis, and then we've had some major support in the past. And I don't want to get into a lot of detail, but there's one or two I want to mention. Uh, there was a guy here who had a uh, CD. He did a CD, and he, he did a CD release party here at the church, and he took all the funds from that CD release party and, and gave them to Helping Hands. And it was pretty substantial, so it, it was at the beginning, so it was, you know, a good backbone for us to, uh, to, to work from. And uh, I did, before I give it to her, I did want to mention the Vista House, uh, some of you know, and, and some of you probably don't know, the church owns a manufactured home right down here on the property, and uh, they've allowed Helping Hand to use it for clients who are going through a crisis, and maybe they've been kicked out and lost their job and need a place to stay for a few months, and it's really been a blessing. I think the people will thank you for, for supplying that for us. It's uh, We've had like eight different families in there, and it uh, has been a major blessing for this church and, and for our people. I think that was my list, wasn't it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, he didn't leave much time for me. 
We were allowed two to three minutes, and I think our time's up, but I wanted to, I just wanted to say what a wonderful, wonderful church this is in uh, helping, uh, with Helping Hands. They have done everything from food drives to fundraisers. In fact, there's one taking place this afternoon. And then uh, we're going to have a uh, Thanksgiving feast coming up, and it is hosted and headed up by one of the young mothers from our church. She has done this three years in a row, and it has been an enormous success, and I'm sure it will be again. Uh, And then, of course, the angel tree. The angel tree, um, our clients probably don't get things new, and this is such a wonderful, wonderful uh, project that our church does by offering a, a gift for all our clients They do appreciate it. The joy in their faces is something that we'll keep all the time. We're just so blessed to be a part of this church. It's a wonderful church, and we're thankful uh, for all of you. And uh, it's just a blessing to be here. Thank you very much. Jay, you want to come on up? And Robert, uh, I had a, an older Mexican gentleman down in Mexico when I was picking up some furniture. He taught me something. A man does have the last two words. Yes, dear. <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm Jay Spencer. I'm probably better known as Stacy's husband uh, right here, but... I was raised a Southern Baptist but converted to Methodism after college. Uh, when Stacy and I moved here from Houston, this was the closest Methodist church, so we joined. Uh, that's the story Stacy wanted me to tell you. I have a much better story involving our prior minister and his interpersonal skills that I will not relate to you at her request. When asked why I love this church, I have many answers. I do love our facilities. Uh, this awe-inspiring view out the windows of the lake well, there, there used to be a lake out there, really. No, I do love the facilities here. Uh, I do love our music. Uh, Greg, Gustav, y'all are, y'all are here. Oh, here's Greg. Uh, I know uh, you get many suggestions about the music, more of this, less of that, and I'm certainly not the kind of guy that would take advantage of an opportunity, microphone, captive audience, but... Uh, but uh, I would like you to consider playing Here I Am, Lord, every Sunday, <laughs> three times every Sunday, both services. Uh, just kidding, kind of. Uh, please accept our thanks, so for the job you do. It's great. Thank you. I do love our pastors. Uh, for me, these words were tested when Laura arrived. As a minister, she is a first for me. And Aggie, are you kidding me? Acknowledging that I, I sit now and listen attentively and love an Aggie as my minister was not a place I ever thought I'd be. I even had to wear maroon up here uh, last year. Same bet this year? Come on, come on. Same bet this year? Game on. Here we go. Uh, I do love Laura, and I support her with all my heart, and, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, I love our ministries. As John Calvin said, or put it in the 15th century, faith alone saves, but faith that saves is not alone. Our ministries give us an opportunity to fulfill the charges from Christ uh, to serve other people. I'm heavily involved in the hospitalization visitation uh, ministry and the Stephen ministries. These ministries have changed my life. When I volunteered for these ministries, I thought I would only be bringing the words of God's love and grace to people in need and pain and in crisis. What I found is that more often than not, I encountered God in those people and their stories. As Robert LaRue have mentioned, if you're not involved in our ministries, I challenge you to do so. I promise you will receive more blessings than the effort that you put out. Also, if you're in crisis, in the hospital, uh, in need of one of our ministries, please give the people of this church a chance to serve. Don't be bashful. Step up. Say, say you need help. 
Uh, while all of these are really grand, when it gets right down to it, what I love most about this church is you. Uh, like Bertina, I have never felt a stronger sense of community than I do here at Bee Creek United Methodist Church. It's only one more page. Uh, uh, you and I, we are the church. All of us have made a covenant with each other to bless and support each other. Our ministry is a reflection of that service to each other. All of us are fulfilling that covenant. I so far look forward each week to seeing each of you, of catching up on our lives, of sharing our concerns and our prayers. I know if and when I feel lost, I go through the pain that results from crisis. You will be there for me, and I will be there for you. As uh, Waylon did earlier, I'm going to take something out of television and misquote it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I love you, man, uh, and ladies. Thank you for your patience. Thank you, Jay. That was great. Isn't it interesting, the commonality of what you're hearing in every one of these? And it was the same in the first service. Absolutely. When you can have a joke, have a laugh, have a tear, and it's all in church, that's, that's inspiring. Katie, would you come up, please? Hi. I'm Katie Franceschini. And um, I love my church because... Um, Sailing through life, I often feel adrift or in need of a compass, and this church for me is like a safe harbor when I arrive here. Every Sunday or during the week for an activity, I just love coming here. Um, I first came to this church two years ago with the great burden of grief. Um, I'd lost my husband to a massive heart attack. Um, he was only 54, and we'd been together for 28 years. So I was really lost without my John. Um, I knew then that it didn't make any sense to be angry with God. That wasn't going to change anything. Um, and I also knew that I'd, my faith was really challenged, and I needed to find a church where I could have that faith restored and be part of a community. Uh, it was really hard to come here. Um, to come to church alone the first time was really hard. To come week after week... Um, to keep coming back, it's hard when you're alone. But many of you made it easier. One couple even actually kind of adopted me. They would call me on Saturday afternoons, not to put any pressure on me, but to just say, we're going to go to the early service and just wanted to let you know if you feel like coming, we'll have a seat saved for you. So I just kept coming. And I do have to admit that most of those first Sundays, I sobbed quietly and kind of felt sorry for myself and overwhelmed my, my own circumstances. Um, grief really doesn't go away, but the healing does begin. And um, over time, I realized that just showing up uh, wasn't really enough. We come together in church to have our faith restored, but we really do have to give a little something back. And um, I looked around, and I saw that the others that were sharing their skills and talents here, um, that those were the folks that were really giving of themselves to this church and community. They were the ones that were the most joyful. And I thought, gosh, I, I really want some of that. So um, I just started saying yes when I was asked to serve. I just said, yeah, I can do that. And imagine that. That's the easiest thing of all to say and it works. Um, I realize now that um, this church is not just a lovely building at the top of the hill with a great view and a really terrific pastor, that this church is you and this church is me, and that's why I love coming to this church, and that's why I love this church. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. And the last couple is Sam and Carly. Okay, my name is Carly. This is Sam. Um, he's going to talk 
mostly for us because he's better at this than I am. Um, we just wanted to say we've been members for almost a year. Um, before that, we were in Dallas for three years, but we were visiting Sam's parents. Um, I'm not good at this. <laughs> and I'm pregnant, which doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No. So um, we came several times to visit them, and we would come here. And I just wanted to reiterate what Bertrina said about uh, people being welcoming and uh, truly loving us before they even knew us. Um, so we joined about a year ago, and that has continued, and especially with our daughter who's outside with Papaw because she doesn't go anywhere without him. Um, She still drags him to the nursery every week even though she's almost two and can't go to the nursery by herself. But um, we have seen that people do love her so much when we go pick her up in there and someday when she's ready to go without him, (laughs) there will be plenty of people there to love her. It's not going to be much easier for me. the, one of the main reasons we love this church is a year and a half ago, my brother died. And Pastor Laura, she wasn't the pastor here yet. And she came to the funeral and supported our family, came out to the house, and just has been so loving and gracious and many of you in the congregation have sent notes and letters to my parents and myself just in support of us and the grief we're going through and have gone through and just loved on us every Sunday we come here. Um, and we just, we love, we love y'all, even though we don't know you. Um, we want to get to know you. Um, and then my parents' house was one of the homes that burned in a spicewood fire, so... God just likes to rack it up all at one time. <laughs> but this congregation has really loved on my parents through that. Um, people coming out to the house and just volunteering their time and their energy and their tractors and front-end loaders and helping them clean up their lot and really doing a lot for our family. And really the reason we love this church is because y'all love us and love our family. And that's that's what it is, and we want to love y'all back. Um, so thank you very much, and we love y'all with all of our hearts. Oh, now I have to wrap it up. Say something after that, after they make me cry too. But actually, that's the reason that I wanted y'all to hear from all these people, um, because that's what it's about, y'all. And any person here, I could pull you up and you could tell a story about what, not just what this church has meant to you, but about what Jesus has meant to you, and about how you've seen him through the people here. And that's what we're about, right? We say that we love God and that we want to grow stronger in our faith, but we want to do that so we can change the world. And friends, the world has changed one life at a time, one person at a time. And that's something that's well within all of our power. I wanted to read this scripture to you today because this is what I had in my heart as I was thinking about the service. It's from Psalm 75. It says, we thank you, O God, We give thanks because you are near. People everywhere tell of your wonderful deeds. And if you agree with that, would you just say, Amen. Amen. I'm gonna, we're going to invite the band back up. They're going to sing a song so that if you want to go get your kiddos to have communion together as part of this family, you can go do that. Um, and if you just want to give God thanks for what you've heard today, then you can do that while we're singing too.
Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. of all days oh so highly exalted glorious in heaven above humbly you came to the earth you created all full of sake became poor so here I am to worship here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. You know, the reason that Jesus came and died for us is not so we could just sit here and go, hey, that's wonderful, but so that our lives could be changed. So that we could remember that no matter where we walk, no matter what we've done wrong, no matter what we've done right, no matter how lonely we are, that Jesus is by our side. And he'll forgive us. And he'll make it whole. That we are part of a family. That's why I love the meal of communion, because it's not something that we take on our own. We take it together as this wonderful family of God. And so I've, since your pastor, your family leader, has um, an illness today. I've told I'm not contagious, but I just don't want to take any chances with y'all's communion bread. So I'm going to have Greg lift it up, okay? The doctor cleared me, but, you know, we're not taking chances, okay? So Greg's going to be lifting today. Um, and we do remember that on that night, one of the last things Jesus did is he had a meal with his friends. And he gave them a way to remember him. And he took the bread and he lifted it up to God and he thanked God and broke it. And he said, everybody eat this. This is my body broken for you. And whenever you eat it, remember me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and again he thanked God and he gave it to his disciples and they passed it around. He said, everyone drink from this. This is my blood. This is a new covenant. A new covenant. One that never has to be renewed that is new every day in our lives. And he said, whenever you drink this, remember me. And I would call you to remember that we are people set free by Christ. Let's pray together. God, we pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, on these gifts of bread and of wine that remind us of you, that help us remember that we are part of your family, that we are forgiven, that we are called home. And that we are invited to share your love with a world that is longing for it, aching for it, hurting and alone. So, Lord, help us as we are a part of your family 
to extend a hand of love to those who aren't yet. Help us to be part of changing our community of Briarcliff and Spicewood and Siesta Shores, crosswinds everywhere. Help us to change this world for your kingdom, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'd remind you, I'm going to invite those helping to come forward. I'm going to serve them first and just remind you that there's candles that you can light as your visible prayers. There's boxes here. If you want to give to those in our community who have the least, you can put money in there. And don't forget your saints. Let's just color the the ribbons with the names of our saints and people who have gone before us. I'm going to serve, and then we'll invite you to come.
As our response today, I thought we would stand up and sing our closing song. And if you're new to this church or if you're thinking, hey, I'd like to be a part of a family like this, then come up and find me while we sing this last song. Because you know, if you've lived in the listening today, we'd love to have you. Let's stand and sing. Greatest day in history. Death is beaten, you have rescued me. Sing it out, Jesus is alive. The empty cross, empty grave. Life eternal, you have won the day. Shout it out, Jesus is alive. He's alive. And oh, happy day. Happy day, you wash my sin away. Oh, happy day, happy day, I'll never be the same. Oh, happy day, happy day, you wash my sin away. Oh, happy day, happy day, I'll never be the same. Forever. Change forever. I am changed forever. I am changed. All right, today's blessing is also a table blessing because the food is getting ready out there. And so I hope y'all just go and enjoy the food. And this is like the first day in months that I've been thinking, I wonder if rain is going to threaten our meal. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) But um, I think we're going to be okay. And if we're not, then we'll just come back in and pull the chairs up and move the tables in and shout hooray, okay? In fact, maybe we should pray that God rains us out today. Okay, Um, let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your generosity to us. It is a generosity that has changed our lives, that has given us joy in the midst of our heartbreak, that that has helped us know that we are loved, we are treasured, and that we can make a difference in this world. And so thank you, Lord, for using each person here at Bee Creek to do that. And as we celebrate your generosity today, as we eat this meal together, I pray you'd bless our food. I pray you'd help us to sit at a table with people who enliven us, and remind us of what it means to be loved by you, and that our fellowship and all of our words would please you. We ask this in Jesus' name. And we don't mind, Lord, being rained out today. Amen.